Support for WGLT's Grow comes from FS Custom Turf by Evergreen FS. FS Custom Turf offers complete lawn and tree care services to preserve the health of yards, trees, and shrubs. Products and services detailed at evergreen-fs.com. Welcome to Grow. I'm Sarah Nardi. It's that time of year again. The kids are going back to school. Summer is winding down. And some of us are anxiously awaiting the return of all things pumpkin spice. And I will neither confirm nor deny if I belong to that category. As things begin to cool down, it may seem like the end of the growing season, but it's not. And Ken Mishka says now is the perfect time to plant your garden. Ken is a farmer and a chef and the owner of Epiphany Farms Hospitality in Bloomington. Ken, hey. Hey, how you doing, Sarah? I'm good. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So fall gardens, that seemed like an oxymoron to me. Tell me about it. Well, the, you know, there's, there's these two really cool times of the year where you get you know, a decent amount of rainfall and cool temperatures. And there's a whole bunch of vegetables that do really, really well in those conditions. And so we need to think about those and plan for those as we speak, like right now. And we could then go into the fall and winter season with an entire bounty of, of cool season veg. So are these things that you harvest during the fall and winter? Or do they like, what do they call it? Over season, over winter? Over winter. Over winter. Yeah, so we can we can get some things planted now that we'll be able to overwinter. But right specifically the uh, end of July, early August, mid-August, that's where we can sow beets, turnips, lettuce, uh, scallions, carrots, like a lot of things. And they're going to be able to size up and get large. And then as the temperatures dip in October and November, they're going to actually just kind of stay in the garden site, almost like a big walk-in cooler. And you're going to be able to harvest those and have a much longer window of harvest as opposed to when we planted those in early spring. Oh, I had no idea. Do you have to? So how does it logistically, how does it work? Do you have to cover them or they just burrow down in the ground and they're, they're okay? Well, these crops that we're talking about, like beets, radishes, turnips, you know, a, a light frost isn't going to hurt them. It's actually going to make them sweeter. It's the hard freezes that come late in November, early December that are going to okay. freeze them out. But if we get them started at the end of July or early August, mid-August, then they're going to be the perfect size. They're going to be really, really big and sweet. And they're going to sit there and we're going to have a really nice long harvest window. And then we're going to be able to preserve, bring those into the kitchen, preserve them or utilize them in any way that we want. Okay, so that's why we start seeing root vegetables on fall menus, right? Exactly. Okay, nice so and fresh. early spring, when we first start growing and we get into the gardens, it's really easy to get things like beets, turnips, radishes to grow. The problem is, is that when they're coming to ripeness at that 55 to 65 day amount of time, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it gets really, really hot and dry. So those things start to tend to get bitter notes. They start to turn their sugars into cellulose and create seed. They start to bolt. And we're actually racing to get them out of the garden before the dry heat comes. Well, when we plant the fall garden right now, in the fall, later, early winter, we're not racing around because they're completely big, completely mature, and full of sugar, just sitting there enjoying those conditions. And so it's the best time, actually, to enjoy those crops. That makes sense. And so fall actually gives you a much longer window during which to grow and harvest your crops. Absolutely, because they're not going to no be idea. they're not going to be parched for um, for water, and they're not going to want to bolt and go to seed, and they're going to be just full of sugar. Well, okay. So for the novice fall gardener, which apparently I am squarely one, what kind of recommendations do you have? How do you get started with this? So the main thing is to all the spent 
area of your garden, or what we like to say spent beds, can be recultivated and reprepared either with a tiller or a rake or however you want to work your soil so you have a nice open seed bed. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to direct sow those crops like um, early, got carrots, turnips, beets, all the different types of radishes, spinach, lettuce, arugula, even kale we can still get to grow to baby size. Ooh. And so we're going we're gonna to grow, we're going to seed them, but the secret is, is you actually have to get water on them. Since water is so inconsistent this time of the year, that's the only thing that could really hold back our fall garden, is getting those seeds to germinate. So we put them and we start sowing the fall gardens at late July, all through August, and then we make sure that we get those little seedlings, a little bit of water every couple of days. And as long as we get them water during this period, they're going to be really, really easy to grow and in their optimum condition going forward. Okay, so you want to set them up for success, give them lots of water when they're little delicate babies, and then they kind of like take hold and they, they go. And they start going. And the, okay. cool, the cool thing about the fall garden is that your weed pressure is way less. So when we get these things to start growing, we're not competing with all these summer weeds. We're going to have these really late season weeds that are a lot easier to, to manage and cultivate and weed out of our garden. And it'll be really nice and, um, and relatively easy and enjoyable, but we have to do it sooner than later because if we wait, then these things are not going to be able to mature and get big before we have not cold but actually less light oh oh right okay so it's a lack of light towards the end of the season so we when we say four season gardening or four season farming coined by elliot coleman the, the the great organic gardener he's not talking about growing in the winter but we're he's talking about the things that we grow late summer early fall surviving through the winter okay like we all do we all just exactly. gonna get through it man <laughs> okay so we're in late august now is it too late to start your fall garden it's not too late and okay. actually this is the perfect time to do some of those crops and so i'm just now starting to set out the first of the spinach the first of the fall arugula still direct sowing head lettuce and, and leaf lettuce because they grow relatively quick Early Japanese salad turnips are getting sown, are going to be optimum. It's starting to get a little behind on rutabagas, but you probably still get purple top turnips in the ground. And then I would say if you can get to them in the next week or two, even beets, like a round beet or a candy stripe or a burpee golden, those will actually get to a nice size. They're not going to get huge. If you wanted to have really, really large beets for the winter table, then you're going to want to plant those the 1st of August. Okay. So a little late for your big beets, but you can still get in there for your little baby beets. Exactly. Okay. Makes sense. And I know that people tend to get bummed out when the weather gets colder and the days get shorter, but I personally love fall flavors. Like, what are some good dishes people can be building around the the things they grow in their fall garden? Like, let's get people excited. Well, I mean, it's a really exciting time because of this two, like, two things that are happening in the garden at once. One is we have all of the summer crops that we worked all season to keep healthy and nice, and those are coming into true abundance. So we have all the eggplants, peppers, tomatoes, beans, things like nice. that. And then since we're sowing the fall garden, side by side those veg, we're going to have all the early radishes, turnips, beets, Swiss chard, onions, scallions, lots of that kind of stuff. So this is the time of the year where you can really have access in central Illinois to pretty much everything that you'd want to cook with and all being locally produced. So it's super exciting, but I really look forward to like the sweet spinaches of the fall, salad turnips, the Japanese white, really watery turnips that Mm -hmm. have so much uh, flavor and and crisp hydration in the, it's a really nice. Um, But this week at the farm, we've been ecstatic about watermelons and cantaloupes because they're coming in 
uh, pretty oh, heavily. Oh, right they're coming now. in now. Yeah, right now is when we see the, the the first big watermelon cantaloupe harvest, and we're in peak sweet corn season. So mm. next week, uh, the the early plantings of sweet corn are starting to be done, and so it's really important right now to stock up on sweet corn because the price will steadily start to go up in the next couple of weeks. Well, hey, pro tip right there: can you freeze your sweet corn? Yeah, preferred, okay. right? Like sweet corn converts uh, sugar to starch faster than any other garden veg. So every minute that that sweet corn is off the plant, not alive, and at room temperature, you're losing sugar. So we try to get our sweet corn in the freezer in less than a day from harvest. Oh, wow. Do you go on the cob or do you shave it off? I shave it off when I bag it in the freezer just because it's... Yeah, because what are you going to do with a frozen cob of corn, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) But, I mean, you could could just freeze them, and then they do frozen whole corn does thaw beautifully. So if you have the freezer space, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you have the time taking it off the cob and then making like a corn milk or something with all those extra, you know, ears that still have a little bit of pulp on them, Mm -hmm. I throw those in the milk, make a little bit of a stock, like a corn milk stock, and then that's great for soups and sauces and pasta. Well, that's a great tip. You got to use every part, right? A hundred percent. Animals and vegetables. Okay. Well, good advice from Ken Mishka. It's not too late. Get out there and plant your fall garden. If you have any questions about the gardener landscape, send them in and one of our experts will answer. I'm Sarah Nardi. Send your questions to WGLT.org slash grow.